Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Scratching the Surface podcast. I'm your host, Austin Douglas. And today we are going to scratch the surface on Launchpreneur Academy Live 2023. And if you don't know what Launchpreneur Live is, it's a conference that's hosted here in Novi, Michigan, that uh, Brian Fullerton and Liz Fullerton put on every year for the last five years they've been doing it. And I have been attending uh, every single year. And I encourage you to go and attend the conference because honestly, I attended the conference um, in their inaugural year and I didn't even have a business at the time. I had an LLC created. I had a shirt created. I had a logo created. I had that stuff, but I didn't even have a single client when I went. And it's just an awesome event. I mean, it will fire you up. It will basically get you geared, get you in gear to take your business to an even greater level. And it's always a good reminder. It's a good, um, it's a good moment to just take, to invest in yourself, to invest in growing your business. I mean, it really is a phenomenal event. You know, I was just thinking about, you know, I've gone, been going there for five years and what have I learned and how have I changed over the course of five years? And I've changed pretty substantially. Um, life's changed pretty substantially for me. How I view my business has changed pretty substantially. I mean, all sorts of stuff, right? And I'm not a finished product. I have a long way to go and I have a lot of bigger things that I want to do with my company. But it's it's nice to be surrounded by other entrepreneurs who are going through similar struggles. Because I don't know about you, but I don't have too many friends who are business owners. You know, as far as my my friend group that I've grown up with, two friends that I've met, a lot of them really aren't business owners. I do have a couple. And, you know, every now and again, we sit down, we talk business and talk our struggles. And it's nice. It's nice to be able to vent and and give our ideas and, and help one another. But when you go to an event where every single person there is an entrepreneur and every single person there is going through or has gone through or will go through some of the same struggles. It honestly, it's a super, you know, amazing experience. You get to relate. You get to relate with people that, you know, have, like I said, they're going through the same things, whether it's finding employees or how to scale, how to grow, how to get past one employee, you know, how to increase their profits, anything and everything that a business owner goes through. You know, it's a phenomenal event. And I was thinking back to the year one, um, honestly, the most impactful speech in year one for me was Josh Latimer. If you don't know who Josh Latimer is, he is a, um, awesome guy. He's fantastic in business, super successful in business, has created and sold multiple businesses. I highly recommend you look him up and look up his content and he will probably break your brain. And I regularly watch his content, whether it be on YouTube or Instagram, or I've purchased some of his digital courses you know, I've learned a lot from the guy and I've only met him once. I shook his hand once. And when I did that, he blew my mind in a five minute conversation, not even five minutes, probably two minutes, but it was a great experience. But there's also, you know, Keith Kalfas was there who, you know, since that event I've befriended and, you know, I, every now and again, we text and hope each other's well and help each other out and what we can. And it's great. You know, you, you learn and you make relationships. Um, but yeah, year two, was it year two? Year two was the year of COVID. I think it was, it was a wild year. I think it was year two. It might've been year three. I'm not exactly sure. It all blends together. A few years all blend together right there. 
but you know they managed to pull it off when you know no one else would and it was amazing how they adapted and that isn't that just like the spirit of being an entrepreneur is to adapt and overcome well they certainly did that and i remember you know running into you know my friend brian the host of the event and we were outside of everything and there was a room and it was just filled with you know medical beds and not a single soul was in it except for us at a conference talking about entrepreneurship and bettering your life and bettering your business. And we both just kind of look at each other and go, is this even real? Like, what is going on here? And it was it was a sobering moment, but at the same time, it was, you know, that's reality. It was reality at the time. And then last year, last year was phenomenal. Um, you know, they had Mark Bradley, they had Troy Clog, they had all sorts of great speakers, Paver Pete. I mean, you name it. James Mansky, he was fire. You know, there's there's always excellent content for your brain. It's not just some, you know, BS music that you're putting in your brain to drone out or drown out your problems. This is like, hey, this is what you need to focus on. And we're telling you this because we've done this, we've been there, and this is what you need to do to overcome it. Fantastic stuff. And some of it was honestly like, it was almost too advanced, to be honest. Because it's like, you know, where's everybody in the room? What What's everybody in the room at? You know, some people are at, you know, a couple million, some people are at a couple hundred thousand, some people are at a hundred thousand, some people are less than a hundred thousand. And some of the things that were discussed were not exactly for everyone, but the ones that were there, the ones that listened, it definitely, I no doubt helped them. And I'm excited. I'm excited for year five. You know, I'm excited. It's going to be in November. Highly recommend you pick up your ticket. If you haven't, I already picked up my ticket. I will be there. I hope to see you there. If I do see you there, come say hi, come shake my hand. Come, you know, just hang out, BS with me, talk business. But they have, uh, for the last couple of years, they did go-karts. And now they're switching it up to something else. So I'm curious, curious to see how that goes. Um, you know, I was a champion of the go-karts the first year that they had the go-karts. And then it switched up how they ran the go-karts year two. So I couldn't defend my title. But, you know, I will defend my title if any of you guys want to go go-karting. Just saying. But, uh, Yeah. Anyways, it's a phenomenal event. And, you know, looking back at it, why did I go there even before I had a single client? Well, it's because I wanted to grow my business. I wanted to, um, I wanted to be around entrepreneurs and learn because I had never been a business owner. I had no idea what business was about or how to do anything. You know, I just had a dream and a vision and a goal and the drive, but I didn't have X's and O's to go. And so it's, it's a great place to go to learn the X's and O's, to talk with people, to share struggles and, and get some advice and make sure that you get some advice from people who have either gone through that or, you know, are going through it right now. Maybe you guys can share ideas, but it's a, it's a fantastic event. I can't wait. I was so excited to purchase my ticket today. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be fun, but I wanted to bring that up. You know, it's, it's probably the best green industry event that's out there. And I'm not just saying that because I know Brian. I'm not just saying that because I attend it. It's it, Well, I am saying that because I attend it because it's friggin' fire. Every time I go, I come back and I'm just fired up and I'm ready to implement something in my business. And that's actually when my business is like slow and shut down and I have no reason to implement really anything into my business. You know, I have to wait. So I take the information that I get there and I have to wait until April, March, really to, to do something with it. You know, this last year was a lot of investing in systems and documents and, 
going over systems with my employee and training. And we're still working on all that. You know, that's that's not a finished product by any means. That's going to be ever evolving in my business. You know, here in Michigan, going off topic from the event, but here in Michigan to become a pesticide applicator, you have to take a test. And there's they broke it into two different sections or segments. Basically, you could be a registered applicator or you could be a commercial certified applicator. Commercial certified applicator basically means you have to study all of the uh, material and pass all of the exams for the categories that you want to be certified in. A registered applicator basically means that you take the core exam, which is a national exam, and then you get trained by your company and then you become registered. Basically, the company signs off saying that they have trained you and that you are ready to go and you can perform these tasks. And that was one of the biggest systems that I'm in the process of developing because it makes the barrier to entry to work for me less. You know, most companies, if they require you to be a certified applicator, well, you're thinking, oh man, I got to take all these exams and all these tests. And I, why do I want to do that when I can go work over here and, you know, do this? Well, how do you make it easier? How do you make it easier for the labor pool that's already limited to enter into your company? Well, you have to take the steps and follow the protocols and procedures and design the systems and the trainings so that way you can do it. And so that was a process. I'm still not done. I still have to take an exam in order to pass that. And I have to uh, uh, finish the actual training material and send it into the state. But it's, it's things like that that come from events like this, where you hear people talk about training systems and what they used and how they use them and how they made things easier and more efficient. And then you hear people talk about marketing. What are you doing for marketing? How is it working for you? And it's, it's just, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, you know, this, this, this event makes sense. There is a return on investment by going to this event and it's rather nominal as far as the price goes. I mean, it's like 200 bucks. $200 to be in a room with millionaires and multimillionaires, people who have built and sold businesses and built million dollar businesses, seven figure, eight figure businesses. That's very, very cheap, in my opinion, to be around that. And I would encourage you, if you're listening to this and you haven't picked up your ticket, definitely do it. You know, Brian and Liz are, are top class people and they bring in even higher class people to teach us. And I'm blessed to, to be so local to this event and so local to them. You know, there's people that travel hours and hours by plane to come to the event. And I guarantee you, they leave probably with the most because they had to go through so much effort to go there. And honestly, it's good for them. You know, they're willing to to make that sacrifice and to go do that. They should take the most back from it. You know, it's, it's a little different for me because I live so close. It's just an hour drive south. You know, I head there, park at the event, go to the event, the event's over and I go home. But it's... It's a phenomenal experience, and I would highly encourage all of you to do it. So that's my pitch, soft pitch, hard pitch, whatever you want to call it. I highly encourage that you go to this event. You know, Even if you're on the fence, it'll, it'll definitely help you. Just being around that, being around other entrepreneurs, being around people who've gone through things that you've gone through or that you might go through so it can prepare you for that. Um, other than that, how did today go? Today was kind of a crazy day. I'm not going to lie. I had a client this morning. We get there, and this was this was a really cool client. Okay, 
I was referred to this client by a board certified master arborist who I met down here at the very first ISA Michigan uh, class that I went to. So shout out to you, Todd. Appreciate you, man. Uh, it's awesome to be surrounded by people who have credentials that I want to obtain one day. But he referred me because he noticed that there was poison ivy on this property. And he said, hey, I know a guy. He's a certified arborist, top-notch guy. Give him a call. He'll definitely take care of you. Automatically, the client was like, okay, awesome. Thank you so much for the referral. We get there. It's like insta-trust instantly because of a, a referral like that. And that just goes so, so far. And But it was so crazy. When we got there, we started talking. She said, yeah, you know, I... I know you're coming out today, but we really didn't expect, you know, what happened to us the other day. And it's like, well, what happened? She said, oh, our car got stolen. I said, your car got stolen? What? And this wasn't like a shady area. You know, it was down by Detroit, but it was not in the shady part of Detroit by any means. <laughs> but uh, her car got stolen. And then it's, she kept going with the story. And she said, yeah, a couple of kids stole it. They drove away and, um, they ended up getting hit in an intersection, rolling over, and one of the kids died. And it's like, oh my god! Like, how do you hear these stories? Like, that I, I'm still blown. Away. It's so, it's so impactful to me to hear the story that I have to share it with all of you because it's just like, how crazy life can be, right? And then like, think about like the instantaneous karma of that. Like, you're doing something so shady and wrong in life that you steal a car, and then like that's the last thing that you do. Like God just comes out and says, yeah, you're done. But then the other person gets the opportunity to change and become a better person. Not do it. It's just wild. Like that's that to me was a wild experience that I had to share with you. It's wild to me. It's wild to them. And, you know, praying for the families who lost their, their child, you know, that's pretty much all we can do at this point. And then pray that the gentleman who, you know, survived, pray that, you know, he makes better life choices. But it's such a wild day. did a referral um a referral not a referral <laughs> that was the referral did a removal today and it was a very successful removal it was joined by two neighbors they shared a chain link fence and got it all removed which is awesome fantastic and then i used the company cam app to take a video and demonstrate to my client who is not there I said, hey, so-and-so, just want to let you know, you know, we just completed the removal. Here's what it looks like right now. It looks a lot cleaner. You know, we cleaned up a lot of the leaf litter as well. So that way we could see the roots and get 100%. And we hauled that away too. And so she was just like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. And then she said, awesome video, by the way. And so how you do company cam, you take this video, it produces a link. You share that link with the client. They click the link, it takes them to a video and bam, it's like they were there. And so it's like this huge change in my mind when it comes to, um, you know, service, like how high service is that? How many other contractors are doing that? Can I charge a premium for it? Can I charge even more money for it? I don't know. I really don't know. But uh, it was it was nice that it was recognized, you know, the effort that we put in and, and what she received. And the interesting thing with this client was that years ago, she used to use um, the company I used to work for, the only other poison ivy remediation company in the state. So how wild is that, right? She used them and then she found us and used us. And I asked her, I said, why didn't you use them again? She said, oh, well, they became a franchise and I didn't want to. I wanted to use a local company. It's like, but they are a local company. 
and then that's that's been like a running trend with a couple of clients recently that they wanted to use a local company and not a franchise. I don't really understand that because they are a local company, right? Like me over here in Michigan, we have Big B Coffee. Big B Coffee was created in Lansing, Michigan, and they franchise. And I forget how many locations they have, but there's Big B's all over. And I like the fact that it's a Michigan company. Somebody started it. A Michigander came over here and started a coffee company, franchised it, and they're doing well. And so are all their franchisees. And so I support them. I support them over Starbucks, per se, because I'd rather support a Michigan company and Michigan families. But it's just so interesting that people, they see a franchise and they steer away from it. It makes me question, should I franchise or not? Because if that's the case, you know, who's who's going to, are people going to say that about my company? You know, I don't know. Does it really matter if you're generating enough sales? Well, probably not. You know, it's their loss, if anything. But I digress. So that is how today went. Today was a good day. Today was a pretty good day. The phone for us has been slowing down pretty substantially. And I know it's only, what, you know, seven days after 4th of July. By the time of this recording, it'll be like, what, eight, nine days when this is live after 4th of July. So people could still be on vacations. People could still be getting back into the swing of things. I'm not really sure. But our phone has tremendously died off. Before the 4th, we were just boom, 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 boom. And now it's just silent. And it's really wild. I I know I've experienced this and I know that I'll I will get more calls, but it's just a weird feeling when the phone doesn't ring. And I'm sure you've known that, right? You're sitting there and you're like, all right, I need to work. I need more work. And the phone doesn't ring. How wild of a feeling is that? And so you almost get nervous, right? And then you start to overmarket. Um, I probably overmarketed recently. I just sent out like over a thousand uh postcards, put out door hangers. I'm running a Facebook ad. I'm running a Google ad. I'm running all these ads to try and drum up work. And, you know, it'll take time, but I will start to get more calls. And that's the goal, right? To get more calls. So we'll see. I'll keep you guys posted on that marketing. Um, But yeah, getting ready to throw out, I think like another hundred, uh, uh, what's it called? Drawing a blank here. A hundred yard signs which I, I usually get a pretty good ROI at 100 yard signs. You know, I think this year I spent for some expedited shipping at UZ Marketing, which if you, if you guys need marketing material, down in the link below on the show, you should find a link to UZ Marketing. It goes directly to helping me and helping the show if you want to use it. Um, but I think I spent like $800 on 100 signs. And if I can get, you know, over two jobs, well, I call it three. If I get over three jobs from 100 yard signs, I'm in the black, Okay. It's not a lot in the black as far as being profitable with it, but I still made money. And usually whenever I throw out, you know, about $400 in yard signs, so 50 signs, I generally can generate anywhere from three to $10,000 worth of work. So my goal is to throw out a hundred yard signs and try and get another $20,000 worth of work. And then, you know, do it again and do it again and do it again. And just keep doing it until the season runs out. But that's probably what I'll be doing this weekend is I'll be throwing out yard signs and definitely trying to drum up some more work. So it's exciting, man. It's business, right? You go through ebbs and flows and phone rings like crazy and then it goes quiet. Then it rings like crazy and then it goes quiet. And you just got to learn to to deal with it and stay, stay centered, stay zen. Don't go crazy. Don't go wild. 
you know, but hey, if I have to spend a thousand dollars or two thousand dollars in marketing to make, you know, another twenty thousand dollars in revenue, I'm gonna do that all day, right? You would too. Put two thousand dollars in and it spits twenty thousand dollars out back at you. Yeah, you'll do that every day, right? So that's what we're gonna do. That's what we're gonna try to do. That's what we're aiming to do. And it'll be exciting, you know. I'll be excited to do that. And again, I'll keep you posted on that. So I think that is going to sum up today's podcast. I am going to go spend some time with my family. I hope you guys are all doing well. Oh, and by the way, if you guys would like, you can use promo code DITCHTHEITCH at AM Leonard and save 10%. So whether or not you want to uh, purchase you know, landscape supplies, pruners, loppers, you name it, it's there. You can save 10% on it. So that's pretty sweet. And then there's also the Poison Ivy Academy, which I haven't really pitched in a while. But if you want, we have courses there teaching you how to start poison ivy remediation uh, services in your business, whether you're a landscaper or lawn care. Most of you, the biggest uh, barrier to entry is going to be becoming a pesticide applicator. Each state has its own different pesticide applicator laws. So it's just a matter of, you know, figuring out yours and playing by the rules and doing what you got to do. So other than that, I hope you guys are well. Take care. Have a blessed week. And I hope to see you at Launchpreneur Academy Live 2023.